You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up. and broadcasting at the BRV Studios, this is the Big Red Van with Wade Hayden and Malcolm. As usual, we start the show with Have You Heard, our segment where we explore recent news, current events, and a lot of other topics you've probably never heard of. For instance, have you heard about the easiest way to get kicked by a horse? Or the cryptocurrency that lets you have it your way? How about Crapper Man being on the loose? We got that and a whole lot more. Welcome to the Big Red Van. Are episode 18, right? I think yeah. I lose count, man. We're counting, I think it's 18. 18. Awesome. Episode 18. Here we go. And have you drafted your fantasy football team yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did mine too. You did? Yeah. Heck yeah. I looked at yours though. After well, I can go over a couple key players of mine really quick. But I looked at oh, you yours. don't have it memorized already, man. Come on. No, 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 no. <laughs> I looked at yours really quick after the draft was over and realized that our teams are pretty similar, okay? Here's how I did it. Got my first pick as Devontae Freeman at running back. That was my I first pick. I believe my Hyper second. fragility. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know your stuff. Did you go hyper fragility? Is that where your focus was? Running back, wide receiver, heavy. When did you get your quarterback? Do you remember um, what round? Um, eighth or ninth. That a boy. I got my quarterback in the ninth round. Yeah. Who'd you get? Cam Newton. You got Cam. Yeah. See, he did. I got Roethlisberger. You, uh, yeah. Well, I got Cam because the pick right after that, I was at the towards the end of the draft, so you almost get back to back picks. So I was second to last. So I got Cam Newton. Then I got his wide receiver, Kelvin Benjamin. Smart. I like that. The other duo I have is Andy Dalton and AJ Green. AJ was my second pick. So you picked up Devontae Freeman and A.J. Green with your first two picks? Yeah. That's that's nice. I like that. Who'd you get as your first two picks? Devontae Freeman was my first pick, and, oh, God, who was my second? Oh, Todd Gurley was my Ooh, second pick. Nice. So two running backs. My focus was hyperfragility. Well, late QB. <laughs> late I was QB. thinking late QB. Oh, late QB. Because okay. I went running back, running back. Well, I guess it was more hyper-fragility because I went running back, running back, receiver, running back, receiver, receiver, running back, running back, quarterback. So to fill you in, Blake... We talked about fantasy football in the previous episode. Ways to, uh, or what strategies, and hyperfragility, late quarterback. These are all things we discussed. And zero running back. And zero running back. We didn't know what they meant before last week either, so it's all good. <laughs> you get current on your BRV, you'll be there you'll be go. straight yeah. there. But anyway, Blake, tell us what up, Blake. Yeah, what's going, going on, man? This is my friend Blake. He is awesome. Plays bass. Does all sorts of cool things. Massage therapist. He's a pretty cool guy. Bassist. Good with your hands, I suppose. Yeah, that, that seems to be. The seems to be. Way. Yeah. So I never thought of it that way. Yeah. No, I thought of it that way from the jump. So <laughs> that's why we make a good show. Got some some tired hands, if anything. I would imagine strong yeah. hands too, though. Got my strong hand. Got my strong hand. <laughs> Double so, up over here. So you ready to jump in for this? First of all, we appreciate you hanging out, and we hope you enjoy it. But this is the random news segment we call Have You Heard, so let's jump right in. Everybody, have you heard? I'm trying to figure out a team name for my team still. Mm, One of my favorites is Mike Vick in a Box. (laughs) Yeah, that that was good. So I ended up looking up. 
top fantasy football names real quick, and CBS made a list of the top 50. I'm not going to read them all, but some of the ones that stood out to me. Okay. There are plenty that are Game of Thrones related, so Hayden, you actually oh, yeah. will get Blake, a wait, wait, are you, are you GOT? Hey, yes, okay. there we go. The number one name on CBS right now is a team that has no name. Oh. Perfect. So, okay. Easy one. Um, the other ones are just puns, so um, play on words. Number two is Dak to the Future. Is Dak Prescott. Um, number three is The Juice is Loose. Number four <laughs> is Game of Jones, referring to Julio Jones. Five looks like Prestige Worldwide. That's solid. Six, world, 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 six wow, is wow. Balls Deep. Oh, Seven Lord. is Bend the Knee. Eight is Fire and Fury. Nine is Laces Out. And ten is Baby Got Dak. Laces um, out, Dan. There's other funny ones like Discount Laces Bella Laces out. <laughs> Brady Look, Gaga. They're little footballs. <laughs> Dan, Dan Marino can go to hell and, or die of gonorrhea and go to, straight to hell. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. What other ones are there? Oh, fake news. Big baller brand. You love big baller brands. So. I can't believe it. Yeah. Some top so, names so, right so now. So what's going to be your name? You said, no like, one, do you need help? You yeah, gonna, I need like, help. You need to put a, if you a guys Twitter wanna, out If you guys want to tell me what I should name my team this year, because we're going to win, so you're picking the name of the <laughs> team winner. So. How about this? All the listeners out there, you get to vote and pick Malcolm's team name. So the most comments or feedback that we get from anybody, well, even if it's one, if we get one, <laughs> then that's the team name you go with. Yeah. We'll, All we'll right? take Deal. the best two and put up a poll for it. How about that? Yeah, All right, be that sounds that, good. That's probably the that's better. a good way to do it. Yeah. We'll take the best two and put up a poll. Yeah, I like it. Sounds good. So you get anything, <laughs> whatever they want, whatever they want. Like the boat, the icebreaker ship that Alex was talking about, the shippity ship ships or whatever that they wanted to name that boat. Oh gosh, Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface. Nice. Bodie McBoatface. So the best te- player on your team is I mean, AJ Green, probably. I mean, as long yeah. as he's healthy. Yeah. I don't know. Devonte looks good this year. I think he'll be nice. See, my first five picks, I think, had dreadlocks minus Travis Kelsey. <laughs> so it was five dreadlocks and a white guy. So you have to name your team like. I think it's going to be something. five dreadlocks and a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's what it's going to be. Maybe I can make that list a top ten. I don't know. We'll see. Everybody, have you heard? A mermaid told a man to drive his car into the sea. <laughs> he did. She did what? Please tell me this was in Florida. <laughs> no, I wish. I've got a Florida later on, so oh, you're good. Okay. I will bring the Florida. Now, no, this, ha- this happened in Singapore. <laughs> I would not have guessed Singapore, but... Uh, it was at a... a... Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> it, was, it was at a resort called Sentosa Cove, and this 36-year-old man, Lim Pin Jing, went careening off of the... Uh, through the resort, and then off of their dock, straight into the ocean... He crashed like through all the safety barriers that were blocking it, but drove down the dock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like woo, like mm-hmm. too fast, too furious style. Right, that's impressive. You know, honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, come on. So he was like being chased by police the whole way too, because of course they. I were... I picture that. That's awesome. All right, like Grand Theft Auto style. He crashes through all the safety barricades. Motorcycle police are chasing after him, and he went careening down the dock and straight into the water. He sunk to the bottom and. Tr- and while he and it was like trapped in his car, like sunk to the bottom, apparently uh, uh, a, a yacht was nearby the dock because this is a resort, so there's rich people everywhere. And apparently, this captain of this yacht sees this happen, jumps off of his boat, and swims over to the dock. Swims down, dude's trapped in, can't break the window. Comes back up, finds a rock, swims back down, busts the window, drags dude out. 
And that's why that man has a yacht. Yeah, so that's the exciting stuff. So after they rescue the dude, you know, the cops are, like, arresting him because he was careening through a resort in his car down the dock. And so his, out, like, he told the police, the mermaids told me to do it. Because he wasn't running from the police from a crime. He was just blaring down the road and then turned into the resort and went off the dock because the mermaids said that he needed to come hmm live with them did they find any trace of bath salts in this man's system <laughs> no but he is uh he's in a a, a mental hospital now though like awaiting his uh, court hearing yeah oh, but my. the mermaids <laughs> made him do it what did you say his name was limping limb pin jing oh okay then pinging limping limping yeah limping in singapore in Singapore. I think Limpinging just got bored. He He's might like, have. Hey, I bet this will be fun. I'll just blame it on the mermaids. That's exciting, though. Talk about going from bored to real exciting. <laughs> real fast. <laughs> so he his car went into the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he didn't try to get out or anything? I mean, I don't know. It doesn't... The article I was reading about it didn't you divulge how much the... time passed. It was more like he wrecked, dude on the ship jumped down. I think he was, like, stuck. Well, he was probably pissed. That the guy saved him. I mean, if he drove into the water because the mermaids told him to do it, he was probably expecting the mermaids to come get his ass. (laughs) (laughs) And when it was the captain of a yacht with a rock, he was probably disappointed. That is a fair assumption there of why he would probably have stayed put in the car. (laughs) Fuck this. I am am staying put and waiting (laughs) for the mermaids in all their green, scaly glory. You're right. Everybody, have you heard... Of Crapper Man being on the loose? Who? Crapper Man. You heard about Crapper Man? <laughs> now wait, is this the poo guy? The that, poo guy. They got DNA test like from the other episode? Oh no 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 no. The, like no, you no, get no. loose? Okay. <laughs> no, Just no, kidding. This is probably who that man is going to be in thirty years if they let his ass out of prison. <laughs> for that felony burglary. That's what you're talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, felony he, where burglar. he pooped and then left it. A few episodes back. We talked about this felony burglary that happened. Guy takes a shit in the people's house that he robs and doesn't flush it. Nice. Just leaves a floater and ends up getting his DNA matched from his floater to, you know, getting in trouble for the robbery, whatever. So, anyway, Crapper Man on the loose in Crestview, know, right? Florida. Security footage shows a shirtless, bearded man dropping his pants, taking a dump between two cars out back of a jewelry store in Crestview, Florida. Oh, God. In, uh, in public, in daylight. I hope you gotta do what you gotta do. I man. hope they don't catch me. <laughs> He, he was a white beard, not red, so... Oh, okay. That was a different jewelry store that you were at. Oh, so. okay, good. <laughs> not this so they one. Don't, they don't know about me yet. They're not looking for you yet. <laughs> the jewelry store employee finds it going out back to smoke a cigarette, almost stepping in it. Finds it. <laughs> Can you... I mean, you know, it's one thing to come across a pile of dog shit on the, on the ground, but... Mm-hmm human turd you know joe and levi you know when they came to do the episode one of them took a turd on your floor no but when i went to go do sandwich cast i was in of course downtown knoxville and i was walking up the sidewalk and there was definitely what looked like human shit on the sidewalk it didn't look like a dog's hmm. and i'm sitting here hmm. like wow hmm. yeah, well, local right sheriff in, right in front of his apartment well in crestview the local sheriff was trying to make light of it saying it's just downright shameful when people don't give a crap about their town it really stinks well played yeah oh everybody have you heard so a man's leg was broken by a horse that he was getting a little too frisky with whoa Uh no no now i'm starting to think you're making up stories i'm not making these up man you have to be cerilio castillo jr (laughs) broke into a person's barn that oh no i'm thinking this is somebody who owned a horse no but he was attempting to uh you know yeah 
with one of the horses. Now you made this up. No. You no. just got this from an ad lib book <laughs> and added in adjectives and nouns and proper nouns. The horse the horse uh does what a, a typical horse would do. Said nay. Said nay. <laughs> Gives this dude a pretty firm kick to his leg, shatters Game. his leg. Oh, oh yeah, yes. for sure. Yes. The owner Two. of the horse inside their home hears the loud screams, comes out to find a stranger with their pants down, screaming in agony, laying on the floor of their barn. <laughs> the police, of course, are called. They arrive, and he is taken away. So here's what he claims. He was hit by a car at the nearby road and was crawling to find help. With his pants down. With his pants down and mm. shattered leg from getting hit by a car. You know, thinking going into the barn versus the house that's right there is obviously the smarter place to go when you're trying to find help. Of but course. With your pants down. That's just me with your pants down. Um, and a broken leg. So he gets arrested. Uh, he's taken away. But So it turns out this guy has a history of getting frisky with farm animals. And he actually even already had an order by a judge that he wasn't even allowed in a barn anymore. Oh, and wow. He's banned from people's barns because he likes to get frisky with I didn't them. even know that that was a what? thing. What? <laughs> there's, there's a barn ban law? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure they could put restraining orders on just about anything if a judge says, you don't need to be around that place anymore. Why don't you... That's fair. If there's a man in your town that <laughs> lives in your city... That's banging horses. <laughs> that's banging animals and has a ban on barns... And you don't have a lock on your barn in said town? That's on you if he happens to impregnate your horse. Everybody, have you heard? About Burger King launching this cryptocurrency in Russia called the Whopper Coin. Whopper Coin. Whopper Coin. So it reminds me of something that we talked about on, I think it was episode six. And uh, I got this together for us. Let's listen to this really quick and we'll come back. If you bought $5 of Bitcoin seven years ago... You'd be four point four million dollars. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! You know, I thought about it at the time. I really did, but I, I saw you've legal heard about Bitcoin. yeah, I know Bitcoin. I saw legal troubles though, and I said, eh, it probably disappear in a year. Or Correct, two. exactly. Right? Yeah. So Correct. everybody was like, no, I'm not going to invest in that. I'm going to lose all my money, even if it was five bucks. I lose five bucks. Evidently not. No man, that is crazy. <laughs> Evidently not. What 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 did you say? It was twenty seven hundred eighty six dollars per Bitcoin. Is yeah. What what's that, what's yeah. the exchange rate? Twenty seven hundred. Twenty seven. All right, how do you cash that in, though? That's you gotta, riddle me that one, Batman. You gotta know a guy. That right, is, right? That's more than Google stock. Oh, for sure. Google stock's like a thousand or something last but time. But it's I also looked. much more liquid. Yeah. So that's the other problem. I mean, it's one of those crazy, crazy investments. But it's probably run by these super hedge fund managers. I mean, you bringing it up a couple episodes back just made me think, wow. Yeah, man, Silk Road and the Bitcoin stuff. Mm -hmm. It was lucrative. You know, right there at the end, David said it's lucrative. Yeah. (laughs) Lucrative for Bitcoin. Here we are talking Whopper coin, though. Okay. So Bitcoin started somewhere, all right? And people people joked about it. Listen to what Burger King Don't tell me what you're about to tell me. (laughs) Yes. You can get, as a reward for in Russia, as a reward for purchasing a Whopper, these tokens that are, you know, dropped to you via an e-wallet, tokens called Whopper coins, Hmm. that can be saved up and redeemed in the future to buy more Whoppers, okay? Currently, that's what their value is, is to buy Whoppers. Okay. But they are held on, it's called a blockchain platform. Does that mean anything to anyone in this room? It didn't before I started looking this stuff up. Nope, I don't know what that means. So it's what Bitcoin operates on. 
It's something called a blockchain platform, and there's a couple of them out there. The one that the Whopper coin operates on is this thing called Waves. But basically, it allows users to issue and transfer custom blockchain tokens like this Whopper coin and trade them on a peer-to-peer level. So people are not just saving these Whopper coins that they're getting, but they're trading them to people for other things and or for more so that they can stockpile some Whopper coins, right? So kind of like the same thing that happened with Bitcoin. So these people... People in Russia, like investment people, are actually looking at it as a possible view into the world of cryptocurrency, which basically means this online currency, which I just, you know, defined. It's money that governments can't necessarily touch. It moves around Mm -hmm. beyond borders. Well, Bitcoin's recently been getting a lot of flack in Russia, so I thought that it was funny. David also said in that little sound clip, no, I'm going to stay away with it because I saw legal troubles. Mm -hmm. Well, Bitcoin was seeing legal troubles in Russia, and new legislation over there might even make users of it threatened with jail time. So they're going to these other different types of, you know... Like Burger King coins. So they're paying paying with French fries now. (laughs) So basically, the coins can be transferred and traded online, and people are looking at eating and buying Whoppers as a possible investment tool and not be joking about it. Instead of, like, mining cryptocurrency, they're just going to go buy a shit ton of Whoppers. And and stockpile these coins and or trade for them if they're not actually going to buy the coins and, you know, buy the Whoppers and get the coins in a legit way. I mean, I'd get the Whopper and the coin. (laughs) Yeah, right. So there's the coins could work over here, though? Well, there's an app that's coming out for it next month, so you know it's only a matter of time before it goes into, you know, all of Europe and then the United States. But I... Oh, can I get those free Whoppers? Anything that has anything to do with Bitcoin, it makes my ears perk up. So when I started thinking about it, it obviously was referenced in this article, Bitcoin was. And in our little sound clip, which was taken from episode 6, back on May 24th. What's today? August 29th? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So three months ago, Bitcoin was worth $2,786 per share. That's that's what we said, yeah. Same still or no? $4,300 per share in three months. It has gone up almost two thousand dollars per share so it almost doubled up almost a hundred percent probably 80 percent gain in three months wow (laughs) what are we doing so malcolm's (laughs) thing was had you bought five dollars in bitcoin seven years seven years ago you'd be five million dollars richer had we bought five dollars in bitcoin three months ago we'd probably be five thousand dollars richer unreal bitcoin is where you need to spend all of your money right now <laughs> go if get you your... have some hit us up yeah that's a hot take right band. there buy bitcoin go get us a bitcoin dude i guarantee the second that any of us buy decide to buy bitcoin will be the the day it crashes i 100 percent right. agree okay don't my luck us. yeah it'll be done so but anyway i didn't mean to make that long but bitcoin i was like Wah. everybody have you heard all right since we're still on money talk I'm going to talk about Floyd Money Mayweather. Yeah, oh, you can hit it again if you want. <laughs> Hayden, did you watch the fight? Yeah, we did. You did? Damn right we watched the fight. Are you kidding me? Did you like it? You first. Had a great time. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I mean, aside from Floyd saying that it wasn't going to go all 12, no, nobody was right about any of their predictions. And that's what I thought was great about it. I agree. Blake, did you watch it? Um, I watched the last couple of rounds the day after. So you didn't watch it? Like, the yeah, lead up is the best time. part. I mean, the lead up, like the first five rounds was the best part. It was crazy. I You got to understand that was Mayweather's strategy was to keep it cool. But 
McGregor was still putting some hands on him, man. It was yeah. Uh, Floyd threw like twelve or fifteen punches through twelve yeah. or fifteen punches total in the first three rounds, and that was obviously by design. Mm-hmm. He'd never seen Connor box before, so he had to pick up something on tape. Well, I guess he didn't have tape, so he had to pick up something about what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. And Connor, actually, to his credit, was landing some punches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I don't think any of his punches hurt him until that body shot that came in like the sixth or the seventh round. Yeah. They kind of stumbled Floyd a little bit. I'll say this. It was worth every single penny. Yeah, it was exciting. Yeah, I agree. It was worth every single penny. And I was one of the biggest complainers about uh, Pacquiao Mayweather, about how it was worth probably one penny. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's a boring fight. As opposed to every penny. So Floyd was a different fighter. I was telling you in the middle of the fight how... I was so intrigued by it because Floyd was not looking like Floyd. Mm -hmm. He kept coming forward. He was not dancing and doing all that stupid shit that he always does and is not entertaining as more technical and actual boxing. Hmm. He didn't actually box Connor. He fought Connor. Mm -hmm. And that's what I thought was more the most entertaining about it. Forty year old Floyd Mayweather, who has never done that in his career, came out and did it. I don't respect the man as a man, but I respected that he came out and fought that kind of fight yeah and i thought he he said he was going to do it and he did it and it was incredibly entertaining you know and the only reason i think uh mcgregor lost in the end was because he went way too hard at the beginning he was gassed yeah he He was like but the thing you have to compare is like okay so say he fought that fight like with a better strategy i would still say that as far as like how far he could go had mayweather beat or if not further like he was younger fit i mean he was ready to go he wasn't in the shape though he but wasn't i mean in that kind what of i'm condition. saying is the reason he went down after 25 minutes was because he was throwing haymakers for 25 minutes well that and i mean he had eight ounce gloves on his hand instead of nothing you right know? and he the, his hands got really but heavy what if he threw a hundred less punches what would those last five but minutes the thing like, is is know? he threw he, this is a pretty <laughs> cool stat he threw a hundred more punches than floyd and landed 70 less so Floyd Damn. landed at 53%, mm-hmm. and Connor landed at 26%. Mm. So, I mean, Floyd beat his ass, and it just looked like Connor had a shot because Floyd didn't throw any punches the first three rounds. Yeah. You know, had Floyd come out with a, that same mentality in rounds five, six, what he did to Connor in the eighth and the ninth round was impressive. Yeah. He beat the shit out of him in the eighth and ninth round, and it was yeah. great. He would just shorten Connor's reach. Because Connor has about a two-inch reach that's longer than Mayweather's. And then when you get to those rounds further in, as soon as Mayweather figured him out, he just shortened the reach. That way Connor's punches have a harder time of landing. And because Mayweather's been there 49 times, he has a little bit more experience <laughs> than Connor does with that kind of fighting. Right. Yeah. I'll finish with my biggest takeaway from that was McGregor was never a professional boxer. Mayweather is literally the greatest of all time in boxing. And for someone that has never fought a professional boxing match to go in with somebody else and, oh, go, I got mad and go 10 rounds with somebody yeah. like that is with, with one of the best boxers ever. Yeah, I have If I have not the respect. best boxer ever. Yeah. yeah, but okay, so I agree with that. But don't act like Connor isn't used to combat sports and fighting. Fair. No. So, you know, and, and it's if not the tides like he... were turned, it wouldn't even have been a contest. If grappling and kicks and everything else were involved, yeah. it was UFC fight. Maybe no, but I've, been I've heard a lot seconds. of people make that point about how they want to give Connor a bunch of credit because he lasted so long with Floyd and he's not a professional boxer and da 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 The point of it is, is Floyd 
beat the hell out of him. Had those first three rounds not gone the way that they did, then it would have been a much more one-sided fight. Like, did you see the final scorecard? There was a couple of ten, they gave like Connor there was a couple first ten eight rounds, yeah, where Connor didn't even go down, but yeah. Floyd beat him so handily that they made it a ten eight mm-hmm. round. So I mean, it was he was whipping him, mm-hmm. and yeah, and it would have been but, even more of something if we actually watched Connor go to the ground. But Connor has fought people before, so the th- the reason that it went as long as it did, in my opinion, I think, is because Floyd was kind of weary a little bit about that haymaker punch. Yeah, more worried probably about it from Connor than he has been against any other of yeah. his actual boxing opponents. Mm-hmm. You know, short of maybe one or two people, even so, because it's less of a boxing style punch. Correct, you know? yeah. and it was a left handed. Yeah, he's haymaker. a southpaw, yeah, true. which is his crutch. Right. Either way, super entertaining, and if they ran another one, it would make double the money. Because of the fight they put on, if they do something rematch, it's going to make a billion dollars. Did you say this that night we were watching it, but I think it was you that said it. It obviously just, you can tell when it was over, the the post-fight interviews with the the fighters, like how all that pre-game stuff and all the press conferences and all that stuff is all just so much an act. It meant nothing. Like it meant I mean, nothing like, except to sell tickets. Exactly. Yeah. Like I mean, all like, that cussing and you're just a big little. You're a little girl. I mean, just. But we knew that. Oh, I know. But I just think it's so funny how revealing that is in that exact moment when all of that trash talk and then when they lose, they're just like, "Man, good game." You know, that was that was Enjoy a great, that was a great fight. You know, like. If you all really had that much beef with each other, people would be spitting each other's faces. You, you know? know why they didn't have that much beef with each other? Listen to this number. Uh-oh, here it comes. Listen to this shit. This it blow your mind right here. I'm just going to make brains go all over the place. Per minute of the fight. Per minute. Got this from Darren Ravel on Twitter. Follow at... Yeah, if you don't follow him yet. Follow at Darren Ravel on Twitter. $3.7 million for Floyd per minute of that fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what per minute connor made 1.08 million dollars per minute of that fight do either of you have the final let that payout? sink in for a second yeah, i gotta pick my job off the floor that's floyd ridiculous. made nine million dollars in the first round <laughs> that's absurd man so we want to talk about this in cra- insane crazy money people are going you know up in arms about all this guaranteed money in baseball and in basketball but no none of them make nine million dollars in Three minutes, right? So, boom, that was crazy. Everybody, have you heard? A Florida man. Yep, here it comes. Florida. Florida man stores a thousand dollars of drug money in his rectum. In his rectum. All right. <laughs> and I'm not talking about his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is gross. His name was Petrayon Stokes. His charge. Whoa, 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 Petrayon. That is how it's pronounced. He's definitely in Game of Thrones. Yes. P-A-T-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon. Patreon. Maybe. Okay. Patreon. I'm thinking Patreon. That sounds cooler. Okay, Patreon. Patrice. <laughs> Patrice. <laughs> Trey. But he's been charged with stuffing over $1,000 in his bum bum in a very sorry attempt to hide cash from the cops, according to the Marion County Sheriff's Office in Florida. Yeah. Just, oh, it's, dude, it's great. Ready? I'm the ready. car smells like weed. So, cop says, we're going to search your car, man. It stinks like weed in here. And he says, okay. So, they search his car. And they, of course, find the stash of cash laid on the hood. They find 197 grams of meth, uh, a little bit of crack cocaine, four grams of heroin, and a scale. So, he's off to a great start. What wasn't inside of what was inside of him that, that was in the car that was what was in the car so and he's busted of he's everything busted. he sticks a thousand dollars in his ass 
So he, just follow me here. I'm trying. So they he gets busted with all these things. They're up on the hood of the car. You know, you've seen cops. They stick it all in the hood of the car, and they're like, "What's this?" And they lay it all up there. Okay. So after he was handcuffed, if there's anything that, yeah, they, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So after he was handcuffed and sitting down on the ground by the cruiser, all of his belongings, including all that cash, which was not in hundreds, by the way. Let me oh, just no. be very clear there. It was not in hundreds. There were hundreds Fives. in there, but there was 20s and Nickels. everything else. Okay. So, <laughs> including the $1,000 cash, we're laying up on the hood. Um, while the officer wasn't looking, so they left this guy. They turned around with this guy. He, you know, and of he's course. he's not he, cuffed? No, he is cuffed, but where are your hands when you're cuffed? Oh, facts. Next, next to your keister. So, he stands up, goes over to the hood, grabs the cash. Puts it down the back of his pants and proceeds to shove it where it shouldn't go. Mm. So of course, um, with the police being so as, that's my money. So the police being as witty as they are, they of course go, "Hey, where'd all that money just go that was laying on the hood of the car?" And he claims, "Oh no, you guys already took it. You guys already took it. Some that other guy. He came and <laughs> came and bagged it up. Oh, it was that other guy? So of course they do not believe him. So." They uh, take him down to you know the county and they you know do the thing. They search you, yeah. So this is the official statement, and this is where I'll end it. But it's it's wonderful. This is the official statement made by the uh, Marion County Marion County Sheriff's Department. The, after a necessary but undesirable process for everyone involved, the ME, MCS everyone <laughs> what this is the, a group activity. Well, you know the, the okay. The MCSO detention deputies located $1,090 in U.S. currency hidden in the, in, into, I can't even say it, into the rectum, rectuma, in the rectuma. Um, this is, judging from Stokes' mugshot, he looks pretty bummed about oh, the yeah. whole situation. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Oh no! If only... That was the actual sheriff's department making a statement to the media. Man, that's two sheriffs right there. Because mine earlier was from a sheriff <laughs> talking about people don't give a crap about their community when about dude a... takes a shit behind yeah. a jewelry store. He he was pretty bummed about the whole situation. That's great. If only it was Whopper coins, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have had any problem. <laughs> right, I know. Uh... <laughs> but uh, seriously, you said 197 grams of meth. Yeah, and dude decides to keister the money. Uh, I guess, I guess maybe the money is worth more in jail. I don't know. Or if you keister the meth, you're gonna have a bad time. That's true. Yeah, that's also true. You probably ah, die. He <laughs> should have tried the scale. That's a bad. Day. Or he might just like be able to explode out of those handcuffs and tear everyone into small pieces. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. <laughs> PCP. Everybody, have you heard? I got another good story about a dumbass. So you hear about the guy who <laughs> who got stabbed. For looking like a Nazi, actually stabbed himself. Say what? So was he looking in a mirror? No this <laughs> this guy creates a report, a police report, for getting stabbed for looking like a Nazi, and it turns out that he actually stabbed himself. So oh, it was fake news, and he was okay. trying to like yeah start so, start some shit. So we all know what happened in Charlottesville. Yeah. So all that bullshit that happened in Charlottesville. So this guy, I'm gonna name him Joshua Witt. This dumbass told oh, police <laughs> he was getting out of his car and was approached by a black man who told him he looked, because of his haircut, he looked like a Nazi, and he sliced at him, swung at him with a knife, cutting his hand. 
So this is the police report that's made by this guy, Joshua Witt, right? So it turns out this quote-unquote attack happened in a very crowded parking lot to which there were no witnesses, you know, upon investigation. The police can mm-hmm. find no witnesses. The guy, Mr. Witt, could not pick out the only suspect that they could find, that they came up with, that he couldn't pick that guy out of a lineup. So that was another thing. And then the third thing, he didn't have a Nazi haircut. So <laughs> Nazi haircut is pretty much like no haircut. Yeah, just like, you know, like, Oh, no, you know, the... Uh, What's his name? The white rapper in the fur coats. Uh, Macklemore? Macklemore. He actually cut it. No, this is real. He cut his hair because that whole like short on the sides with the, the blonde swooped over like gelled look like yeah. is like what all the Nazi white supremacist dudes like cut their hair in. and Like the hipster neo-Nazi look? Is that what they're trying to go no. for or something? I don't know. There's kind of a crossover there, I feel like. Yeah. I, I mean, like, sadly. I, but it's like Which a high sucks. It's like a high and tight, but really long on top, blonde and gelled over. That's so anti-fascist, though. <laughs> I don't know, but like Macklemore cut his hair because people were calling that stuff out as a Nazi haircut. Hmm. And so if you have if you've seen Macklemore in the past couple of weeks, he's buzzed it. So Haircut's fuck. gone. So a Nazi haircut. Okay. <clears throat> so anyway, they determine that he doesn't have a Nazi haircut. So these three things: no witnesses. Um, not being able to pick out the lineup and not having the haircut, they're like, dude, this is this is crap. So they end up looking more into this guy, find out that he earlier that day bought a knife from a sporting goods store <laughs> well and done. cut his hand opening it up out of the package and then just decided to come up with this racist Nazi accusation and then claim that he's not a racist. That's so, just as bad as being a Nazi. So, <laughs> thank you, Mr. Joshua Witt, for showing the world that you are, in fact, a racist. <laughs> Everybody, have you heard? So, uh, Texas right now. Yeah. Harvey. Yeah, man. I got some data on Harvey, too, so let's just combine this. So, one. I'm going to go with the the light the lighthearted side of it. You You can give me the rougher stuff. So, fire ants... Are you guys familiar with how awful I fire saw this, ants are? Don't. I saw this picture. Am I familiar with how awful fire ants are? I know Wade is the Genghis Khan of, you, of ant killers. Yes. Yeah. Um, so fire ants in Texas are very resilient. And so what they can do is in floods, they can actually latch onto each other and make themselves into a giant ball. Like they grab all the larvae, the queen, everybody... And they make themselves into this big ball with all the workers on the outside. Everybody they, hang on! And they can float. Wow. They can float. So all these fire ant nests across Texas are now floating in all these floods. And so what they do is they wait until they hit anything dry. And then they can just... and That's, lat- that's my nightmare. And latch on. Okay? So they're like hitting boats. And all of a sudden, there's like a whole nest of fire ants coming into people's like canoes, trying to go through the rescue waters. Mm. Like people wading through the water, bumping into them, like get hit with a million fire ants. Like game hikes, terrifying. Literally, the last thing I would worry about if I was wading through that flood water would be fire ants. But there's like little softballs sized patches of fire ants that are all grouped up from a nest i mean i would be worried about like gasoline and glass and snakes fire ants no No. way down on the list but texas probably has a lot more fire ants than we do here but but no that's a real thing man little balls of death floating around the water ready to jump in your canoe that's crazy 
that's my nightmare. Did not know that. I thought you were going to say something about them just being able to like skim on the top of the water or something. No. Nope. Or not sinking. I'll share a picture. They can ball up into a ball and float. Wow. Wow. Is that what that, you got? That was it, man. But that's it's real. Well, what I'm going to talk about, I guess I should just do this. Everybody, have you heard? That Hurricane Harvey has dropped uh, over 27 inches of rain in the last 24 hours. Jeez. Wow. In the Houston area alone. Just wow. in the Houston area. And that's Very more sad. than the western half of the United States. That's more rain in the western half of the United States has seen year to date. Wow. When I say western half of the United States, I'm talking, like if you take the line Seattle of too, right? Montana, what is that, Colorado... That line from Montana straight wow. down shows I don't know my geography very well. New Mexico, Arizona, or Nevada, Arizona, if it goes that way. But <clears throat> right from there down over to the West Coast. Wow. Houston has seen more rain than all of those states and all those areas combined. So basically all of North Dakota, Arizona, South Dakota, New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming, U- Utah, Nevada, and Montana. So some places in the Houston area will see 35 inches or more. And this is kind of to give you a little bit of equivalence to it. One inch of rain for those people that are all about snow. It's not many people in the Tennessee area, but any people up north or anyone that's a snowbird or snow lover, I should say. Uh, one inch of rain is equal to 13 inches of snow. All right. So Yikes. thirty the 35 inches of rain would be 38 feet of snow. Jeez. So think about that and the equivalence of what's fallen there in Houston and what's raised from the the rivers and stuff. Mm. Um, As of Sunday night, Harvey had dropped 9 trillion gallons of water. So if 9 trillion gallons of water was in a cube. How does that much water even get in the clouds? It's not even in the clouds. I I mean, I guess it is, but it's more runoff. That doesn't transfer, though? Transfer, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, But anyway... Nine trillion gallons of water, if that were in a cube, the cube would be four square miles. So two miles by two miles, and then two miles high. Oh my god. That's how much water is in the Houston area. And the final total could be close to 21 trillion gallons of water by the time the system moves out of there. And that's enough to fill the Great Salt Lake in Utah more than four times. Wow. Wow. you had said 27 inches. I thought I had saw... 27 inches in 24 hours. Yes, yeah, I thought I would seen a headline that was they're expecting up to 50 inches in Yeah, total. total. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? 50 inches? Before the system moves totally out of the area. Jeez. So unreal. I mean, we're all old enough to remember Katrina and then actually be adults and then actually old enough to... I say appreciate, for lack of a better word, what Katrina was and the impact right. that it had... Um, and this is something that's bigger than that. The magnitude of this is just insane. At least this part of you know Texas, that Houston is one of the biggest cities in the United States, right? Well, yeah, top four. So, it's at least they are not below sea level in Houston. The water will naturally leave. True, that's yeah. what Katrina great. victims didn't get that luxury. True. It stayed like, but that much water. It took a long time. Well, I don't think sewage in Houston is the best because they've had flooding before in the past and. It's been hard for water to just move out. So, oh, I'm not saying store. it's just going to disappear quickly, but I mean, I'm saying at least it eventually, yeah. no matter what, will go back down. It's just going to take a while. Yeah, Katrina was just like, well, y'all are like 20 feet below sea level, so just deal with, you know, like they, they also would, didn't get much helping. Yeah, that's uh, but 
facts. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> definitely not global warming, though. Man, no? definitely not. It's definitely China. It's definitely China. <laughs> it's aliens confirmed. No, that's my favorite thing. Is every news article I've seen is uh, global warming is what's making Texas so bad. Here's all the proof that it's not global warming. Oh, here's all the proof that it is global warming. It's all I see back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Is it's like a political thing. Now yeah, because it's statistical is... stuff. You know, you know, take basic level statistics class. You can twist them in any way you want and make them make your argument. So it's all you've got to do. Yeah, and then right. any event that comes up, people want to use it for their their purpose. But let me say this real quick. A sponsor that we hope to have on BRV one day, Anheuser-Busch, is doing something that's really, really cool. The um, brewery that's based out of Cartersville, Georgia, has stopped canning beer this week and started canning water instead they did that for katrina in these really awesome white anheuser-busch cans so i guess like kind of looks like the new blue bud light cans except it's white and it says water Mm -hmm. up the side of it so they're doing that and they're sending them uh to texas for hurricane harvey uh relief to help the red cross so because you know i mean i think i mentioned this on a prior podcast about how there's those assholes that have probably gone out to every single store in the houston area and bought up all the water so the red cross didn't have it and they're probably selling it to the red cross exactly what they money so i know that there's those douchebags out there well no because like anheuser bush is like if i'm not mistaken has the biggest uh, like bottling assembly line and access to drinkable water than like any other organization man those cans look really sweet i want to get one of those just but no i mean like because think about how much water is involved in making a billion cans of anheuser-busch every year so yeah. and mm-hmm. how many cans they've got and disposed to do that with like if they if somebody's like we need some drinkable water they're like how many million cans do you need right uh, <laughs> you know just here they come it's true and they just have to pick one of their breweries that's what they picked yeah. the one in cartersville georgia because they have them all over yeah. the country which one can we do without for like a couple weeks right yeah <laughs> all right y'all just crank out water yeah no we'll do without georgia yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that's awesome though yeah that was a good one that was an information filled ha- have you heard yes sir. i like that do we have any more uh no i'm good okay all right you ready for this next segment this next segment's all about you brother yeah so time time for the good stuff so all right everybody thanks for joining us for this edition of have you heard episode 18 we're going to catch you on the next one